Hey, Chris from the Mighty Decibel here. Welcome back. It's time to revisit our Hidden Gems series uh, where we look at uh, underrated songs, albums, bands, that sort of thing. Uh, but this episode, we're going to be looking at some songs that I believe coulda or shoulda uh, been hits in the mid-70s to late-70s. Uh, so these are songs that uh, are, yeah, they're bent a little bit towards the heavy metal side of the equation, but there's some rock and roll and hard, hard rock in there. Uh, some of them you'll know, I suspect. Uh, some of them you may not know. The whole idea here is that um, I hope that you revisit the ones that you know and uh, visit the ones you don't know and uh, hopefully spread the word on these songs and, you know, late bloomer hits maybe <laughs> so anyway let's get her started we're going to attack this chronologically uh, our list of should have been hits from the mid 70s to late 70s and we're going to start in 1975 with midnight ride by sticks off the equinox album uh, so this was before they were uh, their hit albums started coming in uh, so here we have a track though that was uh, ready for uh, radio consumption for the time, 1975. So this is early heavy metal, American heavy metal, uh, with melodic sections, melodic vocals. Uh, so not too hard to scare the masses, but heavy enough to uh, appease the hard rockers of the time. But unfortunately, DJs of the era ignored it. Great White North uh, up here in Canada for the next track. It's High Class and Borrowed Shoes, the title track from Max Webster's 1977 record. So here we have one of the greatest rock and roll tracks of all time, uh, core represented by some uh, tough hard riffing and a catchy chorus, uh, yet it was aided and abetted by some quirky keyboard work. So totally original, um, but it was ignored the world over, except in pockets of Canada. This deserves more, deserved and deserves more attention.
Aerosmith's 1977 record Draw the Line is is often considered to be uh, the beginning of the commercial decline for the Boston-based unit. Uh, personally, I believe uh, Draw the Line is Aerosmith's greatest album, uh, but I'm definitely a contrarian there. But helping support my cause uh, is the inclusion of Kings and Queens on that record, an immaculately crafted track that has what I believe to be one of Steven Tyler's greatest uh, vocal performances ever. Unfortunately, it didn't dent the single starts. Judas Priest in 1978 were still a relatively unknown act, and uh, even though they had issued a string of uh, forward-thinking heavy metal albums by that point, and they issued Hellbent for Leather that year, and the opening track on that record, uh, Delivering the Goods, should have been a hit. Uh, so smart riffing, great guitar soloing, amazing so uh, vocals, not too heavy either, so it would have been perfect for the radio. Uh, but I guess it was just a little bit ahead of its time. Uh, if this track was on British Steel, I think it would have got more radio airplay. Now we come to the track that actually gave me the idea of doing this uh, episode, and that is Roll With The Changes by REO Speedwagon off their humorously titled You Can Tune A Piano But You Can't Tune A Fish. Uh, so here, here's what I consider to be the perfect uh, radio song, in my opinion. Uh, catchy, positive message, tons of energy, and it just so happens to have one of the greatest organ lead guitar solo sections ever. Uh, it was a hit, but it should have been a monster hit. You are able on the night I'm willing to make the break that 
Ted Nugent was huge in 1978. Uh, he was co-headlining stadium festivals with Aerosmith across North America. And I was always surprised that Good Friends and a bottle of wine didn't uh, become a, a hit on the radio, considering it was on uh, the album um, Weekend Warriors directly after his Cat Scratch Fever hit. Uh, usually, you know, you can ro ride the coattails and, and, and put a hit out there. And this was obviously a great track. Uh, atypical for the Whackmaster, uh, it contained a memorable uh, circular guitar riff, uh, lyrically allowing uh, Ted to unmask a little bit uh, showing a different side to the guy um, it was ignored by the DJs but I think in this case it was probably the uh, air of the record label because they were pushing uh, need you bad as the single when they should have been pushing this track to 1979 now for our next four tracks and uh, in that year uh, Germany's Scorpions were not well uh, known to North American audiences even though that year they issued what I consider to be their greatest album Love Drive uh, and the opening track Love You Loving You Sunday Morning wow this is another example of a should have been hit uh, so it's got pulsating guitar phrasing memorable uh, melodic vocals to catch the uh, listeners ears uh, so uh, the scorpions would later conquer the re uh, the radio with inferior tracks you know which ones they are <laughs> compared to this one uh, you know loving you sunday morning is way better than those ones that would uh, hit the airwaves later on <laughs> one that's going to trip uh, some of you up out there uh, probably most of you haven't heard of it uh, it's from a little known Canuck unit called Gatto who issued their uh, third album in 1979 an act of Gatto 
So the album itself isn't that great, uh, but the opening track, So Walk On, uh, great vehicle here that showcased the band's sexual danger and attitude and also contained a foot-stomping riff that sound, uh, sounded great on the radio when it was played a little uh, in Canada. Uh, here's another one that uh, coulda, shoulda. example of early American metal that was ready for the radio. We're talking about Road Racing by Riot off their Narita record. Uh, so some may argue that's a little too heavy for the time, but I, I'd argue that Guy Speranza's vocals would have enticed the masses uh, if, if it were given a chance on the radio. Heavy but melodic early metal perfection. <laughs> should have been a hit uh, track is Whatever You Want Babe by Nazareth off their No Mean City opus, uh, an album I consider to be one of the top five hard rock albums of all time. So I could have also picked May the Sunshine off also off this album for the same accolades, uh, and I wouldn't be wrong, but uh, Whatever You Want Babe is just so perfect uh, that I went with that one. Uh, there's acoustic and electric uh, guitars being played in tandem here, immaculate bass work, and Dan McCafferty delivering a performance for the ages here. Just, just amazing. Uh, I continue to play this track some 43 years after its issuance. Just love it. Should have been on the radio.
there you have it. 10 tracks that uh, we here at the Mighty Decibel believe that should have, could have been hits from the mid-70s to late-70s. Uh, are there any other songs that you guys out there think that uh, should have had the same accolades? Uh, write it down below so we can check them out. And remember to check in every Monday for our new uh, release episodes. And then on Tuesdays, we have our In 40 Minutes, uh, where we curate the best 40 minutes of bands uh, or ears of bands. Uh, Wednesday, we usually have album or concert reviews. And Thursdays, we have our best ofs, top tens, hidden gems, anything like that. And you can find all that at our website, www.themightydecibel.com. Have a great one, eh?